Today my topic is the top five benefits of the Governor Inslee regime and what the benefits have been having him be governor of our state. And why do I want to address this topic? Because there's some really amazing things that have been exposed and that have come out. And since the beginning of COVID, many things on the left have been exposed for our benefit. Here are a few of the silver linings. Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Tangled Angle. I'm Janice Christensen, and here we address the tangled angles of conservative American values given to us by the Constitution while using facts and keeping it classy. I am a news junkie with a passion and interest in government politics and American history, and I spent 16 years in the halls of the Washington State Legislature supporting my husband, Dan Christensen, who was elected to the House of Representatives from 2003 to 2018. Now with this podcast, I'm able to share and discuss what I've learned and experienced, along with some historical context of where we are on the timeline of history. The first benefit I want to talk about and the things that have been exposed since COVID here in the state of Washington is, is who Governor Inslee is and what his leftist ideology truly stands for. What are his goals? What is he after as someone who is steeped in the leftist ideology of communism and Marxism? Now we know who he is. Now we even know his name. You know, before COVID hit, many people here in our state didn't even know who the governor was. And I was trying to figure this out. I th tried to do some reading and some studies. And before 2020, when COVID came on the scene, leading up to the presidential election of 2020, I was trying to figure out some data on this. And according to Stacker.com, which did an article on the most and least popular governors in the United States, they surveyed over 450,000 registered U.S. voters from January 1st through March 31st, 2019. This is before COVID and before the presidential election. And by way of comparison, Kate Brown of Oregon was rated number 45 in the U United States with an approval rating of 41%. Um, according to Stacker.com and this survey, they also had a category, never heard of them, and at that time, 15% of people had never heard of Kate Brown of Oregon. Also by way of comparison, Gavin Newsom of California was rated at number 43 with an approval rating of 41% and in the never heard of them category was 30%. So 30% of people had never heard of Gavin Newsom before this survey in 2019. And then we come to our own governor here in Washington State, Jay Inslee. He's rated number 28 with an approval rating of 47%. And in 2019, early 2019, in the never heard of him category was at 22%, which I was really kind of surprised at. I thought this would be higher, but 22% of people had never heard of Jay Inslee before early 2019. And also, according to this survey in Stacker.com, the top 10 most beloved governors in the United States right now are all Republicans. Several of them serve in majority blue states. For instance, Governor Charlie Baker of Massachusetts serves in a largely Democratic state as a governor, but he is popular there. 
So the first benefit here is knowing who Jay Inslee is, and the left has been exposed, who they are and what they stand for. They're for lockdowns, closing private businesses, calling nurses and first responders heroes to garner their votes, but throwing them under the bus and firing them when they don't want their bodies to be injected with an experimental substance that has not stood the test of time or scientific rigor. The left is for closing schools and masking all of us, and especially masking our children the longest. And here at the state level, there's a state budget that is expected to have a surplus of over $10 billion in excess revenue. But there's no plan in sight to cut taxes on us citizens or to give us our money back in the form of a tax refund. According to the Ellensburg Daily Record, the state has a $10 billion in excess revenue. They have no intention to lower the state's portion of the, the sales tax. So the left has really been exposed as stripping our freedoms from us and overtaxing us to the tune of $10 billion here in the state of Washington. And they show us they're not for jobs. They're not for us citizens. They're not for our livelihoods. They're not for lowering the tax burden on us, but for growing a bigger and bigger government. Of the top five benefits of Governor Inslee's regime, the number two benefit is the mass exodus away from the public school system. And the Washington Policy Center, WashingtonPolicy.org, has some really good data on this. And they said that 50,000 families since the start of COVID, that's families, not children, but 50,000 families have left the public school system since COVID started. There was a major increase in homeschooling in 2021. It doubled here in our state. Well, private school enrollment in our state also exploded, and most private schools have a waiting list. Another benefit of the mass exodus away from the public school system is all these kids went home during COVID and while the schools were closed, and they looked over the shoulders of their students and of their kids, and they realized what was being taught in the public school classroom. Critical race theory, which is, you know, whites are oppressors and blacks are the oppressed. This is racism. They're teaching our kids gender fluidity and you can choose your gender at a young age and the other craziness that is absolutely destroying the kids of our country. I remember when my husband was in the legislature in the early 2000s and like 2008, 2010, 2012, during those legislative sessions, there was some really awful things that were being passed as mandates for the public school systems to teach regarding sex education. And they were starting in the fourth grade about the alternative lifestyles as acceptable and so on to these kids that are 9, 10, and 11 years old, our children. And it really robs a lot of children of their childhood. But now, because all these kids went home and parents could look over the shoulder of what was being taught, the public school system has been exposed as really a horrific broken system. And school choice needs to be the answer to this, not reopening the public schools and shoving all our kids back into the public school system, but allowing for school choice, allowing for the strengthening of charter schools, allowing school vouchers and educational dollar vouchers to follow the child to the school of the parent's choice. So I think this is the second benefit of having Governor Inslee as our governor is that the mass exodus away from the public school system has really benefited over 50,000 kids in our state so far, and probably more. It's really hard to get data on this kind of stuff, but the Washington Policy Center does a good job. Which really brings me to my third point, 
the third top reason that things have gotten better under Governor Inslee is that moms have come home. The homeschooling revolution has picked up speed. It's doubled in our state and school board involvement has skyrocketed and parent involvement has skyrocketed. And really the moms came home to realize what was going on and what was being taught to their kids. And this can do nothing but benefit kids and benefit the future generations of our state. Because when moms get involved, there's nobody that loves their kids like their own mom. And all across our state, many school boards have heard from moms and dads. So this is a huge benefit in many ways in the psychological and physical development of our kids and so on, that mom has come home. And the fourth benefit that I see is the explosion of alternative news sources. In my last podcast, number 27, I talked about the dying, CNN dying, mainstream media is dying, and all these alternative news sources, voices on Twitter, on social media platforms, such as Telegram and Getter and Rumble, which is the alternative to YouTube, the explosion of podcasts, all these things have been a great benefit to our state let alone our nation, because no longer are we beholden to the Seattle Times and the Seattle PI, which is disintegrated a long time ago. (laughs) We used to call it the Seattle PU. The Seattle Times has been fading from the limelight, and ABC, NBC, and CBS have really lost their mainstream media influence, and all the explosion of alternative news sources have been a huge benefit to our state. I can think of shiftwa.org and The Washington Policy Center puts out many amazing policy pieces. The Todd Herman Show, all the different podcasts, the Jason Rance Show. Brandi Cruz has a podcast, and she left Fox News so she could speak freely about what she wanted to talk about. That's just in our state alone, but nationally, the explosion of alternative news sources has been wonderful to get the truth out about what is really happening. And the final benefit of having Jay Inslee as governor during this whole COVID sickness and our government's poor response to it is really the rise of the citizen. People are talking about the Constitution. People are talking about freedom. People are reading the Declaration of Independence again. People are celebrating during Independence Day and the 4th of July because it really means something. It's the renewal of of a conversation of what America is, what freedom is. And people are deeply convicted and impressed upon to defend it, to defend our Constitution, to defend our way of life. And the next generation is fueled to defend their rights and freedom. This rise of the citizen has been wonderful to watch. I've talked about in my previous podcast that I've noticed that When I was young in the 60s and 70s and 80s, we had to rely on ABC and NBC and CBS for our news. But now, because of the explosion of the World Wide Web and podcasts and social media sites and Instagram and Telegram and all these alternatives, the next generation is fueled to defend their rights and freedom. I think about Charlie Kirk and Turning Point USA, Candace Owens, Ben Shapiro, all these people that have really taken the younger generation by storm with the message of the freedom and liberty of America, our individual rights, of the right of the individual. So this rise of the citizen has been awesome. 
that people are realizing I need to speak up. And you don't have to be an expert. You don't have to be the smartest person in the room. Because real life experience is way more powerful than some academic opinion of somebody who's never really lived it and never really had a job, paid taxes, educated their kids, and done the hard work of what America really is. So this rise of the citizen has been amazing, and I am so encouraged by this. And I think here at the conclusion of this, I want to talk about what are the top five benefits are now we know who the left is and who our governor is the mass exodus away from the public school system, which has really benefited so many children, because the public school system is not about education. They are about indoctrination toward leftism, towards Marxism, and towards communism. The public school system is not about reading, writing, and arithmetic. It's about indoctrination of the young minds. And the third benefit that moms have come home, parents have come home and realized wow, we're going to get involved in the school board. And the fourth item, the explosion of alternative news sources, and the fifth item of the rise rise of the citizen is so encouraging to watch because now everybody has a microphone, everybody has a video camera, and they're able to put out their struggle to maintain and to preserve our freedoms in America. And so at the conclusion of this, there's always been a struggle of good versus evil The struggle is always happening, but because of COVID and our government's poor response to it, many people have woken up and are awake to it, are awake to the struggle and realize they need to speak up, not be silent and make their voice be heard. And there's many ways to do this, but it is so true that it is time to speak up and not worry about, oh, I'm not an expert. Oh, I I don't know much about that issue. Your experience as a taxpaying citizen, as somebody who maybe has kids in school, maybe you own a business, maybe you work in healthcare, maybe you are a first responder, it's time to speak up and make your voice be heard because we are the fabric of what holds our state and our nation together. The bureaucrats and those people who sit in government agencies have nothing to lose in this. They have continued to get a paycheck and their pension is fully funded. But those of us who in the private sector who have taken this great risk on the American experiment have a lot to lose. So I'm so encouraged about the rise of the citizen and people speaking up to maintain what we have and to protect the freedoms that we have here in our state. So basically, as you can tell, my, <laughs> it's what are the silver linings of having such an oppressive governor who really doesn't get it? I don't know if he's more ignorant or if he is intentionally pushing left. I think both. But what has been exposed since COVID and in this governor's regime has really been a benefit to our state. And why has it become a benefit? Because for us to move forward as freedom-loving citizens, we have to understand the landscape. We have to understand the battlefield. We have to understand what we're facing. And I, this whole COVID debacle, our poor governor's response to it and our, and our government's poor response to a sickness has really revealed what's going on in bureaucracy, what's going on in the administrative state, and what is going on in our state government, and who our governor is. So that has been a huge favor to us to show us what we're dealing with so we could go forward and change the state of Washington back to the freedom-loving land it once was, back to the land of the free, 
and to restore some of our privileges and our rights as citizens, our right to property ownership, our right to keep and bear arms, our right to freedom of speech, our right to take care of our own health care and to take care of our own families, and that children belong to the parents. Children do not belong to the government or the public school system or anybody else. Children belong to their parents. This whole exposure of what's happened during COVID has been a very good thing. I'd love to hear from you. Please give me some feedback and let me know what you think. You can find me on Facebook at Janice Christensen and on Instagram, Twitter, and Telegram at Janice Christ, J-A-N-I-S-K-R-I-S-T.